0: Big no-nos of being a real estate agent, real estate agents, stressing out buyers. We're going to talk about it right now. Stay tuned. Good morning. How are you?
1: Good. I thought I'd be in the beach today.
0: Oh, I think I think we're gonna get. Are we gonna get? What's the weather today going to be? Rainy or beachy? I think um, it's meant rainy. To be
1: rainy. But I I did yeah, this positivity into the universe.
0: Uh, I was a good day yesterday, though, and hopefully today will be. Continue putting the positivity out. Now, Jess, you wanted to talk about this topic this morning about the no-nos of real estate agent. You've been observing this. Yes. And I'd love to know people's feedback that are watching what grinds them and what are the no-nos of real estate agents. Not in any particular order, but what's number one?
1: You know what I've been hearing all the time lately? Every second buyer has been saying to me, they come in and they go, what is the guide? And then they go, I've I've just come from this property and this agent has given me an absurd number even though the guide says this. And that's been the biggest complaint, I think, people getting, um, coming in and hearing something completely different from the agent than what's said on the ad.
0: And also it's, it's. I think, as a buyer, it goes against your mind. You're like, yeah. no, nah, that's bullshit. That's just, you know, if it's too good to be true, it is too good to be true. And you're seeing the price setting of guides with agents at the moment is, it's it used to be called in the car industry baiting um yeah. so you would bait people in it was called bait and snatch in the car industry um and it's it's a big no-no it's a big no-no and you know what i, I know there's particular agents in our area that do it well um they bait hard and they break hearts um but i've got to tell you but it, it's destroyed their businesses um yeah. as, as salespeople because because people sort of tell their friends and family like when they've because these guys are spending money who are buying it. They're, they're buying strata searches. They're doing building inspections. They're emotionally investing into it just to find out they weren't even frigging close. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, bait and snatch, a big no-no with your guide.
1: For sure. And I think especially now that the wording's changed from offers over to price guide, I think that gives kind of a sense of false hope and then to walk in and have the agent go, oh, it's actually – you know, an insane amount more than what we're showing you. It really just breaks the hearts a little bit.
0: Yep. And people, people, consumers do have um, have somebody go, they can go to fair trading for a good old-fashioned complaint. Um, And agents are meant to record every single representation they make on price to every single buyer and have that available if fair trading ever asks.
1: Yeah, for sure. Next one. Um, the next one, another buy one, is not responding to the buyers when they inquire. Um, people asking about properties and the agent not not getting back to them.
0: It still happens.
1: Yeah, which is crazy. Still, like
0: yeah.
1: everything is on your phone. You have no excuse to not it's, respond.
0: You know what? It's it's weird that um, you can look at a voicemail. What's actually happening? Looking at their voicemail and deleting it.
1: Yeah. Defeats
0: the point? I don't get that. Yeah. How do you do that? I know. How do you get that? Like it's—I don't know if that's arrogance or laziness, or whatever. But um, I have heard um, from clients. I've left a couple of voicemails for the real estate agent and, and sent them a couple of emails on the property to make an inquiry and heard absolutely nothing. Um, how does that make your buyer feel is a shocker, as opposed to an agent who snaps up uh, your question, answers it efficiently and, uh, and gets you through the property nice and fast if you want to get through. It's a really good rapport building process to get a, a great price rather than a rapport destroying process, which is not going to help you, your client when you're selling the property for them.
1: Just as a business person, though, it makes no sense. Like, there's no reason you wouldn't be wanting to respond to those inquiries. Yeah, baffling. There's
0: plenty of lazy people. Yeah. Plenty of lazy people, and it's it's uh, it's lazy, busy, or greedy. Sometimes I think agents don't want to share. Um, yeah. They'd rather instead of giving that inquiry to another uh, representative who can take it and monetize it, they'd rather keep it to themselves and then. Yeah not even be able to surface that inquiry. So or it's laziness. It's just like, nah look, they'll just come through the open anyway if they're really keen.
1: Yeah. On the converse, another complaint is um, pushiness of agents. Not just, I think this is not just real estate agents. Any salesperson, the biggest complaint is pushiness. Like you know you know when you're walking through the shops and they're selling things or and they really push you and it's so annoying. That's also a major complaint.
0: It's pushiness. Uh, I I think some people, um, I love the word commission breath, um, when they're just so desperate to make a sale, they've got commission breath. Um, But we do like to be sold to. Uh, We do like to be sold to where you walk away going, yeah, they were good, they were good, they were close (laughs) up. Do you know what I mean? But you don't like to be pushed. It's almost like a fine art, isn't it, Jess? You sort of, it's a hard one to explain with people there's, You've got to you've got to be help. You've got to facilitate enough to help to you know make make it a fun process. But you don't want to be pushing, grinding, um, you know, the person to, to um, for the transaction either. It's just not classy.
1: But I think it's pushing the right thing too. Like I think in some instances. The, the buyer is not interested. Like, they don't want that property. It's not right for them. But you're desperate to make the sales. You're pushing something down their throat that they've made it clear they don't want. I think that's where it crosses the line.
0: Yep. yep. Um, you know one that gets me uh, on, a, on an agent no-no? Um, it's quali- qualifying a buyer um, yep. that, that's ringing and asking a question. So when a buyer's ringing and asking a question about a property um they need help and they want to know the answer to a particular question they may have 10 questions and you may find before before that person's even asked a question the agent's actually asked if the person's got finance approved and i think that's breath as well whereas like before you've even opened your mouth to ask the agent what you want to know the agent said have you got your finance approved i think that's shit
1: i agree and i also think it's i think it's rude like you know when you're in any business or any discussion with a client generally the first thing you do is small talk and you have a chat it's just rude to jump to money i think that you have the chat first you see how you can help and that conversation comes later it should never be the first discussion you have
0: yeah well said actually Uh, i I think that and that um, that small talk and that innocence, unfortunately, as agents are longer and longer in the industry, they lose that. Um, you, do you know what I mean? Like it's it becomes they just want to cut to the chase and just do the business. Whereas I think in in most parts, it's just it's just human decency to have that small talk. And even if it's the same, hello, how are you? Good, thanks. How are you? <laughs> it's yeah, like it's the same answer every time, but it's 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 manners.
1: For sure, and the thing is, it's not much to ask. Like in Australia, there's actually another uni course I did was on this, and in Australia, we're pretty quick with our um, like small talk before we do business. In countries like in the Middle East, usually you have to go out for a long dinner. You have you go out for multiple events before you even discuss what you're going to talk about. Um, a lot of Asian countries are similar as well. They do the same thing. You go out for dinner, you're not allowed to talk about it, and then it's a later conversation. So why would you answer the phone and go, do you have finance approved? Doesn't
0: it? It, yeah, it's a big, big, big no-no. Good morning to Luke. Um, buyers need to be savvy about agents. Um, time going to opens and you learn personalities. And uh, good morning, Philip. Haven't seen you in a while, <laughs> Philip. Good to see you, buddy. Um, other no-no's.
1: Um, on the flip side with vendors, uh, one of the things we even had happen the other day is when agents present um, numbers that uh appraised property way too high just to win the listing.
0: Overquoting. Yeah. Overquoting. Um, you know what? It's happened to me lately. Uh, market changed. And uh, where we were in November is not where we were in November come coming um, to market in April um, but uh, we're not talking about that at the moment not, but there, well, but I think it's important to make the distinction uh, yeah. what we're talking about at the moment is the agent that just goes in and thought I'm gonna get this guy I'm gonna tell them what they want to hear um, we had one with the house just yes, you and I were presenting on the other day where agents were talking three five but everything in the street was selling for two eight
1: yeah I think it's honestly just it sets yourself up for failure because then you're going to have to have tough conversations or, in some instances, another no-no, if you see that the agent just avoids having the tough conversations and leaves the property on market for a really long time at the wrong price.
0: Sugar coating is just the worst. Um, and, guys, I do have to say, uh, for people that are selling, agents can sometimes protect and protect their clients that are selling so much they can smother them in they can sugarcoat it too much they can smother them in good news and not give them the reality of news so sometimes being a great agent is is being uh, truthful and hard um rather than soft and sort of just just giving one side of the equation um, and that's a really hard conversation to have and adjust with, with clients where everything's going, everything's great, they love you, but you fit, the, the buyers are 50 grand less than where we all thought it was going to be. Um, it's, it's, there's some agents that don't want to have that conversation, but you've got to have that conversation because it's not going to sell and three or four months are going to go by, it's going to be much more frustrating.
1: Yeah. And with that, I think as well, I actually heard some of the other agents in the office talking about it the other day too. Um, We'd taken over a um, listing that another agent couldn't get sold and this client was going, oh, um, is it normal? I haven't really heard from my agent in the last two weeks. So the other thing is how often you should be talking and then it makes those tough conversations easier. If you're talking to your client every day and you're giving them updates every day, when you come to them and you go, hey, we might need to adjust the price, they're not going to be as shocked because you heard yesterday that you're getting an offer at a lower price
0: yeah and i think that that circumstance where they could go two or three weeks before they even speak to their agent is bloody weird it's not standard it's you should not be used to um that if if an agent's expecting um the princely sum of of a selling fee of you know one and a half two and a half percent whatever you're charging in different markets you should be hearing on a super regular basis at Mm -hmm. least um i would say four times a week every day sure um but i I, you know i I think you're if you're a weapon of an agent you're doing every day uh you're super proactive but you also want your agent working on your buyers not just you um so you don't you know sometimes three four times a day i I hear in, in, in seminars and stuff i think man that's just you know how do you provide the service to your buyer if you're doing that? Yeah. Um, but days on market is going to be one to watch. And and what we've talking about now um, is, is, uh, is there's a couple of really clear no-nos that you, you probably wouldn't have heard of the last year or two because the market was moving so quickly. Um, but you're going to start hearing it now.
1: Yeah, definitely. Sure. I had another one that's completely separate to the actual conversations. But... Um just general manners and etiquette. Like when you go into someone's house, offer to take off your shoes or take your shoes off, you know, just be generally polite and have manners. I think that's something sometimes people forget, but it goes a long way.
0: I, I, it, I actually haven't heard that word tossed around a lot in the last couple of years where people are saying, uh, you know, good old-fashioned manners. You know, taking culturally taking your shoes off and offering that, uh, it's a gesture. And it's a beautiful gesture when you meet someone—a great handshake, great eye contact, uh, remembering and using people's names. Um, I I do like if I'm ever if I'm ever invited for a beverage, uh, if someone wants coffee, tea, water, I do like to accept the gesture. I think that's also that's in someone's home. I think there's, you know, when you're going into someone's house, there's a level of discomfort, probably not for. For, for the agent and for, and for the client, more so for the client, because they don't really have a, that, a lot of people coming in their home like that that they don't know. So I think yeah. the only thing you do to make them feel uh, more comfortable with you um, is, is super important. And it's a big no-no just to go in and beat your chest and um, talk about yourself um, and then walk yeah, back I out know. of the I think, yeah, you've got, you've got to be open. Yeah. I, I think, you know, the way I look at it, as in a tennis game, there's a it's there's a tennis match going on all the time. Doesn't there? and if it's a if it's a soft tennis match, it's a soft tennis match. If it's a fast tennis match, it's a fast tennis match. But you don't want to leave the ball on one side of the net all the time. You don't want to be serving all the time. That's no fun. You want to just have a good sort of yeah sort of or you know with with people that you're going through. And I think a big no no um, that that agents do is they just they just do. 15 serves in a row when they when they meet someone and that, that's not fun.
1: No. If they want to have a chat, you have a chat. If they don't want to have a chat and they want to just talk about finance straight away, then you do that.
0: That's a good game of tennis.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: And Alrighty, um anything else before we close up?
1: Um there's probably ten thousand <laughs> bazillion things, other things we could talk about. How
0: have you been going?
1: Yeah, good. I'm over two months back now, back in the company, after yeah. working in a um, commercial at another another um, multinational. So I was working for a fast food company in their property department and I'm back two months in. It's going good. Loving it? Yeah, loving it. Loving being
0: back. Learned, learning a lot?
1: Yeah, heaps. It's been really good. I'm so glad I'll I made the right decision.
0: I had a meeting with my account this morning, guys, and um, I was talking about this lovely lady, Jess, in that we often go through key people in the office. And um, and I must admit, I'll, I'm very excited about um, – I, I do want anyone who's watching to watch Jess's trajectory um, in real estate because um, I don't know if you call it – I don't know what you call it, but it's it's almost like uh, a photographic memory. So to work with <laughs> a Work with a lady like that, a photographing memory doesn't come through on on, um, on, on videos like this, but watch this lady's work. Um, pleasure to work with, and um, it's gonna be an interesting career for you, Jess. So giddy up. Exciting. All right, everyone, take care and have a great day.
1: Bye, hopefully it's sunny like this.
0: Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully, bye. Hopefully.